<clears throat> You're listening to Crazy Fearless. It's 9.50 in the morning on Wednesday, April 6, 2022. It's a lot happening in the world right now. One thing that just happened yesterday was that Venus moved into Pisces. We've had a long journey since November 2021. It feels like a year within itself, even though it's only been, what, five months or so? That was five months when Venus was in Saturn-weird signs. First we had Capricorn. Venus retrograde, and then Venus in Aquarius. So in my astrology, my chart is a bucket chart, and my handle is Saturn. So I'm very accustomed with uh, the lessons that are brought about within this lifetime. I choose to learn them the hard way. I don't see there being any other way. The lesson that I am learning right now is to trust myself, is to be myself, and to love myself. Last time we spoke, I was in a really dark, and I really didn't ever see myself getting out that's the funny thing about those dark moments is they seem endless they're not it's so hard to see that in the moment It's like all the demons that I tried to put in boxes so far deep that I could not see them. They were so out of my view. I didn't I didn't want to have to acknowledge their existence. It's shameful. It's one of those things where you're confronted with your humanness, your your simple nature. somebody who strives for perfection it fucks you up in the head because for all my flaws and all of my tainted, distorted fractals of my little masterpiece kaleidoscope stained glass window existence of the soul like I see those flaws and yet I find ways in my brain to justify them as to fit the mode of operating that I see fit for me, which is perfection. Because that's, that's satisfactory. That means that you've achieved something. And when I'm in 
those moments of, I guess, looking in the mirror and then seeing the demon, the, the challenge, the trauma pattern, the whatever you want to call it, staring back at me. It, it knocks you off your feet. We all have those moments. It's sometimes very extreme and sometimes they're just mild. Every time it happens for me, I just, I, I get really caught off guard and I don't like being caught off guard. I don't like not knowing when something's about to happen. I don't really like surprises. It's my control factor, right? So. The demon that came knocking on my door. So I mentioned, you know, okay, this is the thing. <laughs> Some sometimes I go about learning lessons in very unconventional ways. And some ways when I am put through that experience to learn that lesson, it's kind of embarrassing afterwards. So I feel really ashamed bringing it up again, but it's what was the catalyst for this. So it's important to be said. That show, Euphoria, <laughs> I know, like I don't, <laughs> I can't tell you what seeing those characters go through did for me. <laughs> like, my life was never that extreme, okay, but it's a metaphor. I look at, that's art to me. Like when things move me, movies, TV, books, music, like, that's art, right? And so then I really had to see that in my own movie, in my own little theatrical play, I think my life is, because of what I've seen in these TV shows growing up, The Vampire Diaries, um, that one was a big one too. I mean, the whole like twisted love affair thing, like. I'm not going to go into it. If you've seen it, you know. Like, it's just a... <laughs> it's, like, sickening how much you want that, right? Like, um, in all those movies I've seen, in all the TV shows, and all of the film, you know, the sad girl, the lost girl, the broken girl, they're, her moments, you see them. You know, you see the heartache that she goes through. She's seen by others in that movie, carefully, beautifully written in characters who say all the right things. I guess there was a part of me that was like waiting for my sad girl movie moment. Some saving grace. I, you know, doesn't really matter how it looks. Sometimes in the movies, it's this stranger who all of a sudden just extends this act of kindness and it's a teacher, it's a parent, it's a, you know, random adult from AA, or sorry, NA, which was the, the guy that Rue met, and you know, these deep conversations, that one that they had um, in the diner, the really long episode, just the special after season one, that click something in for me because I was like waiting for that to be the decision for me to save myself from this misery that I create 
I had to really accept it. I kind of sort of seek this out. It's like, it, that's satisfying to me, you know, like having a mess to clean up and then seeking the mess and being a mess, like all of it. There's like a weird twisted love for it. And really, like, what is that for? Like, who is that serving? It makes my life kind of shitty from time to time. It makes other people's lives shitty with the things that I say and the actions that I take because of that said experience. I mean, it's... <laughs> the biggest bad guy in your life is usually you. And, um... Yeah, that... That's been where my mind's had to wander down hallway after hallway and all these memories and in therapy just unpacking it all is just insane you know it's I'm so much more aware and I have so many more answers than I'll ever be able to fathom it's I love that I can draw my own conclusions that is something about myself I really do admire and therapy is such a useful tool for me to use that communication and healing arenas so beautifully you know like I guess I guess it's one of the only places right now that I feel like I can say anything and not feel judged this person was there to help me you know like do you I've had those people before. I'm not trying to get on my sad soapbox again, I promise. It's just, I've had those people before. Not like therapists, but people who, I, when I spoke to them, I didn't worry. And usually sometime within those relationships, I would get really messed up in my head and think there was something going on. And then, as I've said before, overthinkers manifest the things that they overthink about um basically my own worry became like this physical thing would get brought up it would be created and really if i just spent less time worrying about what i sound like and how people perceive me and just focus on being me trust the right people will stick around and that you know we'll be we'll be fine yeah, we'll have disagreements and we'll work through them. Yeah, we may need time apart, but then we'll come back and it's like, if it's meant to be, it will be. And so it is. Like, that's, you know, but then no, I get so hyper-focused in my head on this perfectionism state. It's just so fraudulent. It's so, it's so inauthentic. It goes against everything, really, that I believe is valuable in a person. And I'm doing it to myself. Like, what the fuck? Come on, like... So yeah, Venus and Pisces, bro, like, it's all about loving those parts of you where you've had to confront a demon and say thank you for being strong enough to <laughs> to handle this and to take on this, this task of bettering yourself and growing and evolving. You know, I see that because you care so much, that's why you think so much of other people and their thoughts and opinions of you. 
because you can respect people that much. Let's do it in a different way. Let's let them be them, and why don't you just let you be you? Couldn't we find a compromise on that? Here's some things that we could do to implement that. We're gonna start, you know, taking deep breaths every time things start getting overwhelming in our body and your mind is to be centered and grounded. We spend more time alone so we can really remember who we are and fall deeper in love with ourselves and remember that perfection is really only reserved for anything magical and holy and divine like the universe and perfect doesn't mean what we think it means perfection just is it exists it has a free environment for itself to function in. It appreciates its purpose. It knows without a shadow of a doubt that it's doing what it's supposed to. And it enjoys it. Brings it laughter and light and just utter elation. We're human. Living in. See, how I see it is. I've been thinking a lot about God lately. And what I think of God and the universe, source, the creator, divine. Like, I'm trying to find the language that fits. I was raised Catholic, so. You know, the Holy Trinity. All of that. Like, the terminology is. You know, it has predetermined definitions in the slots, right? So I'm trying to really sit with what I defined it as, not what I was told. Um, and I see here, you know, there was this one, oh my god, I'll never forget this. So in 2020, um, in August, sorry, July, um, when I was in a transition phase, I was staying in an Airbnb um, in the process of moving, and on the fridge really cool house you know cool lady like just hippie metro like just very whimsical yet vintage yet clean and modern very interesting very cool uh, but she had this thing on her fridge it was a single piece of paper in calligraphy that said what if heaven is right now that stuck with me i you know i could see that in my mind like that's a that was an impactful thing to just walk into the kitchen to, you know, put away my few groceries I bought at the Fred Meyer down the road and then see that while I was going through what I was going through. Just crazy. Anyway, so I see it as like, we're here. We see our surroundings on this planet. We see other humans. We see the you know, the day-to-day -day mundane things that most people just overlook because it just happens all the time. Like, we have grass that grows and trees that stand and flowers that sway in the wind and birds and squirrels and cats and dogs and all the things. Like, just, you know, we forget that that's, like, magnificent, that we all just coexist in this brilliant ecosystem where there's so many different expressions of divinity. And just, anyway, so there's that, right? And then, of course, there's this is the physical plane 
So I see it as like the like the security defense system is the weakest. So there's like energetic shifts that happen all the time. So right now we're going through a really massive energetic shift. We just had the Mars-Saturn conjunction in Aquarius. The first time it happened was in March of 2020. It's zero degrees Aquarius. Now it's happening. It, it just happened at 22 degrees. So, you know, it's a, it's a continuing theme. It's a progressed theme um, from what we started two years ago. And so think about it in that time the energy shifted two years ago absolutely like there's no denying that um and we're still in this shifting process how it looks god god only knows um i think about it i wonder it doesn't i don't obsess over it like i used to it doesn't paralyze me in fear anymore um i think that means i'm growing up i don't know but you know, so there's more, there's more open windows, okay, if we're going to think of Earth as a house, there's, all the windows are open, so, like, there's these energetic currents that can flow through and kind of, you know, knock things over, so that's why there's pain here, there's things that go wrong, there's loss and war and just all of the quote-unquote negative things that happen within the human experience on this planet but then beyond that if we're going to go above beyond this plane like I, I i guess you know i i've coined the term soul jelly bean lobby um i don't think there's exactly like it's not like you take a staircase and there's just one single door waiting at the top you're like in a hallway and there's all these different rooms and it's just different experiences that we go through um, outside of this just single human experience, like the afterlife and the before and the states where we are in which when we sleep and we dream and the states when we're in absolute joy and wonder and everything feels <laughs> like it's cotton candy, sunshine, jelly bean raindrops, like all the things, you know, just you're so high on life. There's all those doors, and that's when we access, like, the plane beyond this one. There's, you know, lots of different combinations and things that you could do to get there. But then the, you know, speaking of kind of like the, the plane above this one that watches over us, like, I believe that's where the stars and the planets and the galaxies and spirit and the divine, the creator, all of those things, they, they just kind of coexist and they... They swirl around in almost this, you know, I bought a blender, I've been doing smoothies, and it's cool, it's an easy way to clean it, you just put a little dish soap, and then you put water in it, and it just, it's that kind of spiral, you know, it's like a tornado, It's but it's expanding, and then it moves, and it shifts, and it goes inside out and upside down, like it's all over the place, and that's just the constant flow and, you know, movement of the energies there, planetary, celestial, galactic, spiritual, and otherwise. They just dance. And beyond that, there's probably even more, but that's about as... <laughs> that's about as much as my brain can tackle on that subject. It's just... I guess I'm coming back into more of my awareness of my faith, and it's just... It gives you a lot to think about.
It always begs the question, you know, how did we get here? How'd that happen, right? I, I firmly believe you choose to come here. You choose your circumstances, you choose your body, you choose your family, you know. Fate and free will, of course, play into your life and the various waypoints that you stop in at for a little while and then move on. Because this life is a journey. Change is the only constant. Oof, I hate that one. Oof. <laughs> I don't like that one. I'm really having to adapt with this right now and it's just like, oof. It really grinds my gears. I so like to be in control. It's crazy. It's, it's just part of it. You know, you signed up for that. Whether you remember signing those papers or not. <laughs> it's really unfair of me to see this life as a punishment when I have so much to be grateful for and there's so much that I've seen and had access to and cherished the depth of the pain that I feel is also a mirror of my capacity for love to feel so deep Emotions are kind of my superpower. <laughs> and to even be talking about myself this way. Like, <laughs> what? exhilarating and terrifying. It's so beautiful at the same time. You know, and I always stop and think, and the first thought that comes to mind is, what's next? I think the only thing on my to-do list for a little while is going to be <laughs> to be. That's it. But this is the part of the story where I <laughs> learn to like myself and trust myself and create my own sense of joy. And I have no words. I'm just happy that I made it to this point. Thank you for listening. This has been Face the Fearless. And uh, I'll 
catch you next time.